Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Welcome everyone to What's Happening in Crypto, exploring all of the latest from the crypto world and beyond, Ethereum whales. What are they doing and what do they know that the average investor might not? Well, there have been some very interesting statistics about what the Ethereum whales are doing. According to some research that was put out by DR, there are currently 500 very actively traded Ethereum addresses among the 1,000 largest Ethereum addresses Many in the 1,000 biggest Ethereum addresses are also Genesis addresses that haven't been touched since the ICO. Now, these wallets have accumulated massive amounts of Ethereum during 2018, growing their ETH holdings by nearly 80% since January, or around 20% of all Ethereum. Whoa, that is a serious amount of Ethereum without a doubt. And it's interesting to see that they are really just stockpiling their Ethereum. What's also very, very interesting here is that a lot of these guys were basically getting out of ICOs. A lot of this did happen back in uh, January, February. So they saw the ICOs go up, cashed out while it was very profitable, and then have actually stayed in Ethereum since then, obviously doing some trades back and forth without going into all the details of these different trades, but really interesting to see that they just took the money and ran basically and went back into Ethereum. It says that A, have a lot of faith in Ethereum and B, don't have so much faith in a lot of these ICOs that are being launched. Some of these utility tokens did go totally crazy in their valuations. I know that I can certainly say that I did not protect my liquidity enough on a few of these tokens and have thought about moving back into ETH myself. Apparently this is what the whales have been doing, seeing ETH strangely as a slightly safer territory, even though it has gone down so much. The fascinating thing is, is that these guys, they're so loaded. Seriously, think about it for a second. They are holding on to nearly 20% of all Ethereum. They didn't cash out when it was worth $1,000. They wrote it all the way back down to 100 bucks. That's quite interesting. Now, if you got Ethereum for when it was like a dollar or something, oh, okay, okay. Maybe you're chilling. Maybe you're like, whatever, I'm still up $99 per Ethereum versus $999 per Ethereum. But yeah, they're holding on. And I think that says that they A, have a lot of faith in the Ethereum blockchain and in the Ethereum team to actually deliver on the promises that keep getting promised about Ethereum. But also it shows that 
they didn't have a lot of faith in the ICOs being launched on Ethereum. Maybe that's because they realized the current technical limitations of the Ethereum blockchain. Could be that. Or perhaps they just said, hey, you know what, Ethereum's a safer bet. We came in, we invested in this ICO, we 10 x our amount of Ethereum, and we're getting out. Could be that too. But definitely the ICO market has been uh, one of broken promises. It's quite interesting. And there's been some really, really good ICOs, but the bad ones give the good ones bad names, unfortunately. Now, speaking of ICOs, the ICOs themselves continue to be selling Ethereum even at this very, very low price of Ethereum. In the last month, there was 400,000 Ethereum moved from ICO wallets. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that they were moving those two exchanges to sell them. They could have been moving them between their own accounts to pay vendors. Hard to say exactly, but you have to realize that a lot of that probably did end up getting sold to fund continuing developments. And you have to think, again, we, we, there's, I feel like there's this kind of assumption that because you raise money in an ICO and you get all this Ethereum that you're somehow, you know, smarter than the market. But it's not the case. People raised an Ethereum when it was worth $1,000 and they wrote it all the way down just like a lot of us have. But that's, it's one thing when you're a, an investor and you're just, you know, you're speculating on the markets or all this stuff or you're getting these assets because of one reason or another. It's different when you say, hey, we tried to raise, you know, $30 million because that's what we decided our company needs to continue its existence, right? And you ride that down from 1,000 to 100 and then you start cashing out then because you're afraid that it's going to go all sideways. Wait a second, I thought you guys needed $30 million. Why did you not cash out for $30 million as soon as you got it? That is an interesting part of the equation. Obviously, the ICOs have been selling their own tokens too. There's that, they're acquiring more Ethereum and then dumping the Ethereum. There's a lot of this stuff going on as well. But you really do have to wonder about the uh, fiscal responsibility of some of these different projects. Now, some of these projects also have done very, very well and still holding Ethereum strategic reserves, whatever it might be. They raised when Ethereum was worth much less than it was. If you look at like Digix DAO, for example, when they raised Ethereum, it was worth a lot less than it was um, obviously today or yesterday or any of that. Should they have cashed out more when it was at its highs? Yeah, probably, but I guess they didn't need to. They were able to develop their product, get it to market without having to go through, you know, totally liquidating their stockpile of Ethereum. They still hold around 400K, which is impressive. Golem still holding around 350,000 Ethereum. So they're sitting on pretty significant stacks of cash in terms of what they can still do and you know developing the product and all these things they got a lot of money sitting there for that so that's good but on another story the guys over at substratum have decided to trade a small portion of the ethereum that they have sitting around in the markets now some people are saying yeah but they're telling us they're doing that that's great transparency it's all good and yeah hey transparency is all cool and i'm sure that this probably happens a lot more then people like to think that it happens. These guys just said they were doing it. I'm sure there are plenty of ICOs out there that take that money, take it to exchanges and start playing the markets, trying to make even more money off of it. It's not a very cool business practice in my mind. And some people might look at that and go, wow, that's actually a really good idea. This substratum is you know, trying to increase their Ethereum holdings by playing the market. But as we know, playing the market, you can also lose. So there's that. That's not, um, you know, in my mind, 
uh, fiscal responsibility. But, uh, you know, at the same time, I've wrote Ethereum and Bitcoin down too. So, you know, pot kettle black much, I suppose. But I didn't have an ICO and I didn't raise a bunch of investor money promising that I need X amount of money to make my project happen. What do you guys think about the substratum idea of trading a portion of their Ethereum on the markets, trying to increase their Ethereum holdings? Do you think that this is a genius move, that this is what more projects should be doing? Or do you think that this is crazy and that they're risking funds that investors put in so that they could develop their product? Love to know your thoughts about that down below in the comment section. Now, moving on to our next Ethereum story, the number of unique Ethereum addresses has broken 50 million. Cool. Problem, the number of inactive addresses has uh, increased by quite a bit. Now, at the start of the year, we had more than a million active addresses. That number has fallen by around 70% to where we are currently. I don't see that as actually being such a bad thing. What I see is that the ICO market has largely dried up. Back at the start of the year, there was an ICO for everything, right? But the ICO market has dried up since then. The markets have changed significantly. We therefore have fewer ICOs selling on the open markets, less volume of tokens being moved back and forth. And of course, the real problem that Ethereum is facing right now is we don't have any really big dApps that are built on top of Ethereum. I mean, outside of being, you know, the amazing fundraising engine that Ethereum was, I'm talking about, you know, we don't have a Facebook built on top of Ethereum or something like that, where people are needing to constantly use and spend gas and have all these daily transactions. We just don't have that kind of an application built on top of Ethereum yet. When we do, then we'll start seeing a lot more active addresses. But the fact that there are 50 million addresses on Ethereum now, that is pretty cool. It's a good sign. It shows that people are you know, having these addresses. I mean, I know there's a couple of my Ethereum addresses that I haven't touched, so I'm part of that inactive um, Ethereum category right now. There's one Ethereum address that I do use more frequently for payments. So maybe there's a lot of people who are just, you know, holding assets and some different addresses and they're not planning on touching them anytime soon. So that also adds to it. And you have to really sort of dig into this story to understand, you know, everything behind it, because it's when you see the metric, like, oh, look, there's so many inactive addresses. This is crazy. People aren't using Ethereum. Well, maybe they're just holding their assets. Maybe they bought at the start of the year and they're holding on to things or whatever it might be. They invested in ICO and the ICO sent them now. Now they're sitting on it, waiting for their returns to come in or waiting for the platform to get up and running so that they can use the platform. So there's a lot of reasons and numbers can be quite dramatic when you hear them or see them as a headline, but nevertheless, Overall, seems pretty good. I would love to know your thoughts on any of these stories down below in the comment section. If you enjoyed today's video, leave a thumbs up. That would be super awesome. Subscribe to the channel if you are new around here. If you want to know when I put out a new video, hit the notification bell. You guys are super awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come and watch the video. Long live the blockchain. And peace out till next time. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.